Hello, it's Tiff. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode. It's going to be a lit episode because we're going to be talking about soft skills. This is something that really distinguishes a designer. You might be an amazing designer in terms of your skill set. You're dropping pixels, you're dropping them hot. But when it comes to your soft skills, you're not really there yet. And I think this episode is going to be really helpful in sense of providing those soft skills that you need to get that job, to get that promotion, or to get that opportunity you're looking for as a designer to distinguish yourself amongst the many designers, or better yet, to deliver the best that you can be, to be the best designer. I think in this podcast, we often concentrate on more on us being the best versions of designers that we define ourselves to be rather than being the best out there but to be the best of who we are yes because we are not competitors we're more of collaborators and people who are helping each other to solve problems so number one We're going to be talking about communication. First and foremost, I know sometimes it's really hard to speak, <laughs> speak what you're thinking, because most of the times we always think of these theories and our d- ideas in forms of sketches in abstract form and not in visual. I mean, not in spoken word or in written word. But as designers, we need to build this skill. I've seen this Um, time and time again. You have this idea, but you don't know how to explain it to your team members. And that will deny your team and yourself the opportunity to, to implement something which would have been really awesome. So take the time to build in that skill. And what I did, I think... um. I'll, not, I'll just say I'm a natural communicator in that end, in the sense that sometimes I know what I I know how to put into words what I want to explain, but sometimes it's really hard. So sketches also help, and written word helps. But if you're still struggling, please look for resources which will help you build in that skill. Yeah, and keep on practicing because. You have it, you have the ideas, but how do you put it for the world to see? How do you put it for your team to see what you're talking about? So, number two, when it comes to communication, you have to be convincing and humble at the same time. In the sense that you're open to suggestions, that your your idea is not the rule of thumb or the rule of law, but it's something which can be challenged and something which can be expounded on and made even better so once you're communicating have this air um, put your ideas across in an air that brings up even more innovation and not this kind of thing or this kind of air that sucks the life out of innovation and out of brainstorming and out of challenging if that makes sense 
so second thing i've noticed that like from what from my experience in terms of soft skills is confidence confidence i think this would have come fast but confidence this thing i think it just makes me boil because i'm seeing designers who are amazing heck even better than me in terms of visual stuff and maybe even writing but they don't have confidence in themselves and still have this tag of beginner so long as you've dropped something have the confidence in yourself that you are a worthy designer i've also struggled with this i'm not going to say that i'm like there yet but i recognize the fact that okay in this scenario i'm confident and in this scenario i'm lacking in confidence but you know what i'm going to bite the bullet and do it because there's a reason why i'm here and i've got the skills and the brains and the heart and i know god will help me but this notion of this cutting that us designers hide behind of oh i'm a beginner oh i lack experience I'll give I'll not, I'll give you a testimony. This thing of three to five years experience for you to you know get that job. Half of it I think is a confidence test. So long as you're good at what you do, those years don't matter. Have confidence in yourself that you deserve that job, that you deserve that opportunity, and apply for it and seek out for that opportunity and nail it because you have the skills you have the charisma you have the drive you have the eye you have the designer instinct in you so this confidence thing is something you need to keep on working on and how you do it is you go for opportunities which you think you know you don't deserve and apply for it apply for those opportunities stretch and go outside your comfort zone stop being scared Stop doubting yourself. Have confidence in yourself. Have confidence in even how you communicate your points. In the sense that, don't think of yourself as this miniature of a person, but think of yourself as a person who is vital to the lifeline of whichever ecosystem you are in. This thing of, I've touched upon it already, beginner, especially when applying for jobs in in the sense that you have to have three to five years of experience and you have to be skilled in this and you might be for example a year in and you can see that you have the skill and you have the confidence just wing it and do it have have the confidence in yourself that you can deliver and you can stretch yourself out of you can go out of that comfort zone don't stick in this notion in this bubble that i can't do it i'm scared go and grab that opportunity chase after it have countless uh, sleepless nights over it because at the end of the day you know that you can do it that confidence alone Will take you places for me it has so far i cannot lie okay i'll give a personal testimony because why not a couple months ago you know i've just been posting 
on LinkedIn because I think LinkedIn is kind of like my thing. I I go to Instagram for motivation. It's more like a place for me to look at stuff as well as Facebook. I think I'm in Facebook because of a writing, writing group, UX writing group. Twitter, I just go there to have fun. But LinkedIn is like my place of, you know, official stuff and designer stuff. So I've been working it and reaching out to people on the DM sometimes. And one reached out to me. I did not expect like such a role to be, you know, asked of me. And I was like, yeah, sure. And it got me to prepare my portfolio in like less than a day. And even though like that opportunity just, it just, I don't know if it vanished or it was just a joke, but (laughs) anyways, that confidence of me saying that I could do it, even though when I was looking at the requirements, half of what was being talked about there in terms of the job requirements, I could not do them. I was literally learning. And instead of me talking about, I can't do this and I can't do this, I said that I could do something else which was related to the requirements and backed up my points with the same. Like, I can do this and because of my background, I can definitely, this role is definitely going to be suitable for me and we could work together and do great things. Yeah. And that was months ago before I did my internship, before I transitioned into the design role I'm currently in. And something that stands out is confidence. Even though you're not there yet, be confident in the skills you already have and know that if you can do something, that's worth it. That's a ticket, that's a point. And don't discount discount yourself. Don't discredit yourself in any way. Do it. Don't feel like you're less of a person because this other people are skilled in this area or you've seen you've seen stuff on twitter or stuff on behance or dribble people dropping pixels and dropping firebombs and you feeling like you can't apply for a job because you're not as good as those people that doesn't make sense people are not looking the people out there are not looking for dribblers that people some people are seriously looking for designers designers like you with your skill set with your mind with your brains with your heart with your character with your personality with you and don't deny them because you fall short in some places that's like the characteristics of a human being it's normal you won't be perfect in everything but what you're good at, be confident that that's, that's what you need to get the job done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. The thing is, you're going to be receiving a lot of feedback from different, different points of view and it's gonna be different it's not going to be the same and you have to have an open mind to go beyond your 
way of thinking, your way of your personal way of thinking, your personal way of feeling and go beyond because this will build your empathy your empathy. I've said empathy but being having an open mind is even broader and deeper in some sense because empathy is more um identifying with how other people feel but it's not just how other people feel and think it's how other people do their things and why they do it and having an open mind as to what makes other people unique what makes environments different from each other it's being having an open mind and seeing that your way of doing things may not be the best way but incorporating other people's ways and combining with yours can lead to something even bigger and greater and even more awesome so don't have this strict way of doing things this strict way this strict processes you have to do this and this and this so that you can do this be flexible be malleable don't be fixed if you're having a project there are different projects you'll be encountering with different solutions even if you'll be working on one project there'll be different features it's just like a tongue it's just like tango you won't be doing the same steps all through you'll be shifting gears you'll be you'll be shifting sides you'll be shifting moves to make this beautiful choreography just the same with design or heck even a piece of art it's not the same color the whole way there are different palettes different colors different this it it vibrates differently across the canvas just the same way with your features just the same way you design you're not going to be going to be doing the same thing the whole way and i think from the few days i've been in this role the current role i am in i've realized that it's it's different it's i'm diff i'm designing for people i mean a different set of people which means i'll not be using the process or the deadlines or the strategies that I've been using in my previous place. It's different. So I have to adapt and I have to know how to approach problems from this other end. And if you have an open mind, you'll be able to see things which were not there before and you'll be able to see that what you're doing right now isn't set on stone but can be expounded upon, changed form, and made into something better. Yeah, it's not like the end game. So have an open mind. Something else, I think it goes without saying, because this is a creative field, you have to have creativity. You, I mean, that's just like a no-brainer. You have to be the kind of person who innovates and... Something that has helped me, sadly, <laughs> as a designer, I think you need to be forewarned or if you've been having doubts about this, let me just set it clear and set it straight. Sadly, our minds have been made in a way that we can't trust, in the sense that, I'm not saying pulling out from work, but we're, every day and every moment we are absorbing stuff into our heads. We are absorbing vibes, environments, 
everything around us we are absorbing in such a way that we are thinking all the time and processing all the time observing all the time and our minds may not be like in one specific place but in many places at once but we are i not say we are present in different ways so your mind won't stop working your mind will keep on processing your mind will keep on doing design like stuff and that's cool because that will help your creativity in the past couple of days i've been having um what is it called they call it the creative draft drought ever since moving into this transitioning into this uh role you know being given your first assignments like you feel like it's burdensome because honestly it is you know what you need to do but when you're now sitting in front of your tools and you want to get it done you keep on going around circles and you're not doing anything new you're not doing anything dynamic you're not doing anything different you're just stuck there <laughs> yeah so i've been affected by the drought for a couple of days but i think it's clearing now because I really got a lot of work done this morning in the middle of the night like from 2 in the morning to like 7ish I really got some work done even if I'm not supposed to be working that was the only time that my mind was so fresh chicken were not disturbing me the sorry hey sorry chicken were not disturbing me even though they were like next to me because I was in the room where they were sleeping literally a sitting room so I had the lights off so that was also weird typing away in the dark so the only source of light were the security lights outside which were not really bright because of the curtains and also the source of the light was the computer itself so you'd like <laughs> it was really weird but i don't know how i got it done but i got it done i got half the work done so yeah i think this creative drought is clearing and part of the reason is just get out of that comfort zone when comfort zone in this context meaning your your tools and your work and your environment of working just get out of it and sleep or watch some youtube videos <laughs> like literally that those are like the sources of comfort i have uh youtube yeah those short stories yeah like watching them yeah like just whatever you fancy maybe the extrovert type who goes for a walk or hangs out with friends i don't know you you do you boo but get out of that zone and vibe vibe in a different way than you have been on your on your workspace because that's a vibe in itself but get out of that one and go into another one, completely different one if it's in nature if it's with people if it's on the dance floor if dancing is your thing or breaking a sweat or going to the farm or whatever you do just if you're feeling like your creativity is being hindered in some way 
break the monotony of your process and do something different then come back and to work wonders just as it has worked with mine something else i have forgotten to mention is have a keen eye oh my goodness and have a keen ear in the sense that not like you have to have the perfect ears and the perfect eyes god knows i do not have the perfect eyes I'm short-sighted, light affects me in ways, but in the sense that you're able to notice and see things that other people don't. So like I'm the only user-centered designer in my team. So apart from doing the sketches and doing the designs and doing the research and all those tentacle jobs, us as octopuses of this nature do, in, in the user experience field we have to see things we have to feel things we have to know things that other team members don't know for example if you're doing user research and the software team the developers country and they're like us we just want to find out if they they think it's nice if they can do this and this but you won't, as a designer, you won't like literally ask your research base if they think your platform is nice. You're gonna get a shitty answer. But what you would do is be cunning about it and give them some tasks. If they're able to do it on a breeze, then you know it's easy. If they're having some pitches and they're able to get back up, that's still a good thing because you, you'll see that they're able to learn fast and that's a good a really really good solution because not everything is going to be easy peasy but if your users are able to learn for themselves how to do a certain task that's rad that's amazing that's something you should wow just applaud yourself yeah and if they're able to help themselves out and learn something in the process and move on with their experience that's nice such stuff you're the one who's going to be noticing that and framing your questions around your values and specific heuristic uh, points that you are going out for for your design so if it's uh, you have all these things in your mind when you're giving your tasks if they're able to you know cancel or go back that's good if they're able to log out that's good which means you'll be able to see that this they're obeying you know those points those heuristic those 10 heuristic uh, design guides i'll just say guides because i don't remember the name of that thing but i know it's just the heuristic whatever but they're able to do good with your work Oh my god, I just lost my words. <laughs> but anyways, I think you've gotten my point. I think it's because I'm also doing this freestyle. I haven't prepped, I haven't done anything. I'm just going, literally being the flow in this. I got some free time and I'm just winging it. Because I know this will really help someone. Because it has helped me. I'm telling you from my own personal experience. That you have to be able to, you know, see things 
and view things from a different perspective. I know that everyone is different, but as a designer, you have that de- that designer instinct instinct in you, which means you're able to zoom in and see things from a whole different. Uh, how do I put it? You're able to see things from a whole pa- different perspective, from a whole different wavelength, if I can put it that way. And that's, I think, what is what. Those are the top. Uh, I don't know if it's five or six uh, soft skills that you need, and definitely the things around discipline. I can't tell you that because I'm also struggling with discipline. But I can also tell you something that has worked for me, other than confidence and the ability to communicate my ideas and being open-minded and also uh, being, uh, what is it? I think this goes without saying. Other than being creative, you also have to be a strategic thinker. I think in my work in product design, it dances around product design, I think. (laughs) Anyways, you're going to be thinking about a lot of stuff because as a designer, you are multidimensional and you're thinking of different, you're thinking of different things in different ways on different dimensions so definitely you have to be strategic so that what you're putting out there works oh this is something i should mention at this juncture people always talk about the difference between a ux designer and a product designer from the business sense it is true because we often think of product design from that you know business goals are we making money are we you know increasing retention our customer base growing that kind of stuff but also as product designers what i've seen so far it's we are more geared to making things work it's more than just experience like making things beautiful and having all these things look nice and work well but for us it's does it actually work we'd rather have one feature that works well than having 10 features which look good but don't work at all yeah i think that's what i've seen so far as the difference between product and you know ux so far i don't know but i it's such a gray area and it's just it's such a stupid comparison because it doesn't matter if you're a product designer it's just titles but so long as you make people happy and you're solving the problems i don't know i think titles are just for the human resource to figure out but i guess it can also be confusing because you don't know what you call yourself but all in all these comparisons they don't go a long way they i think they kill sometimes they just confuse you and kill your morale and your you know that sake you had so don't 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 dwell too much on such stuff but dwell on what matters oh yeah that 
that's another point dwell on what really matters not just to your customers and as a designer what matters to you as a human being as a member of the society dwell on what matters yeah i think those are the soft skills you might need from my point of view but if you have others you could definitely ring me up and share some of them with me maybe i might learn a thing of or two from you don't feel shy oh yeah i think we're addressing the confidence thing so don't feel shy and be confident in your skills you don't have to be all up there like extrovertish and stuff but being confident to hold ground and say i'm a designer and i have this skill and this skill look at my work and this is why i think as you can see this is awesome work because of this and this and this can we work together so i think that's it wow i freestyled this time for almost 30 minutes so thank you so much for joining me i wish you nothing but the best and if you're having troubles with the stuff we've talked about go do your research and design around your own way of combating things i'm not the kind of person who give you steps as to improving your confidence or improving your your creativity i won't do that because i know as a designer you will be able to do enough justice for yourself through your own research through your own strategic thinking through your own cool execution of what confidence ought to be but nonetheless do you and i think something i've learned this year oh, it's coming to an end but yeah i hope it will go with the corona anyways nonetheless something really important is that you have to be willing to do you and to be you and to just keep on yeah something that's something really cool I've learned this year what have you learned this year maybe I'll like let's let's do it because we have the time and I'll just do it for like 5 minutes and this time I'll just guess because <laughs> I did not refer for this section so that i'll just drop like three lessons so far i've learned as a designer you have to be willing to get out of your comfort zone like way out of your comfort zone not just on in the shallow end or in the mid but like going way deep as to test your skills i'm not saying like in real life goodness no don't do that but in your design just be willing to reach for opportunities which you think are beyond you and that's the way you'll be stupid every single day because you'll be learning and stretch, stretching yourself every day something else i learned okay i have nothing in my mind right now because i've just spoken for 30 good minutes and my mind is totally blank but for sure i've also learned that balance doesn't exist it's just you being in the present at whichever time you are and doing the best you can 
with whichever time you've been given to do a specific thing or be in a specific place. Yeah, that's what I've realized for myself. Balance doesn't really exist, but just being present in wherever you are. If you're eating food, be present. As much as I don't do that because I like entertaining myself or rocking at the same time I eat. But being present in that way also and embracing that and accepting that what you see on highlight reels may not be your reality. But just being the flow and doing you is really important. And something else, just do it. If you want to be a designer, do it. Not the fact of not the fact that you're hiding under this bubble of looking for tutorials or pick one and go with it. Don't start looking for the perfect course or the perfect platform. Heck, just start with a free one and do it. Make those mistakes, make those errors, but make sure you're doing them in an ecosystem where they support. So if you have a meetup, if you have uh, social media, social media helps because you can also ask for feedback if you are in a community even better. But do it. You want to be a, be a designer, do it. You want to, have to look for a job in design, do it. It's not a matter of how long it will take, but just do it. I think that's what I've like come to realize. Like, oh my goodness, there's no shortcut to it. It's just doing it. If you want to be the best in this field and you know that it's not the best compared to this designer or this designer, but the best version of you, like you envision yourself as the best illustrator and you know that as the best illustrator, I can do this at this level. Do it. There's no shortcuts. You will mess up. You will fail. But just do it. Get up and do it. Yeah. But I'm still having sentiments about packaging design, though. <laughs> That's something I'm just putting on a hold. But overall, as a user experience designer, do it. Don't think of you being an amateur or being being a beginner it doesn't make sense you've been if you've been in a if you've been a year in and you've been actively designing and you're still calling yourself a beginner and you've been a year in it doesn't make sense we have the same level of experience but i'm a designer i'm not saying that i'm lucky and stuff but i'm saying that I dropped that tag of beginner a long time ago. I'm doing, I'm a designer now, I'm not a beginner, I'm doing it. Even though if I were to put my experience on a pedestal, some people out there would rank me as a beginner, but I don't care. I know I have the skills, I know I have the brains, and I know I can deliver value. And I won't call myself a beginner, but I guess I call myself intermediate because you have to fill in those forms which ridiculously ask you for your level and you have to say you're intermediate. Even though sometimes you ask yourself, am I a beginner, am I an expert, am I an intermediate designer? It doesn't matter. 
you are a designer so get out of that bubble of thinking that you've been designing for six months and you're still calling yourself a beginner it doesn't make sense for me it doesn't make sense you are a designer don't hide under this umbrella and you don't join the big dogs because you're scared of rain drop the umbrella and start running in the rain and feel the drops of rain mixing with the sweat as you run with the big boys i don't know who the big boys are but anyways i think you're getting the point stop hiding under this veil i think this beginner word irritates me because i think i've been interacting with people who are more experienced than me but still calling themselves beginners and it does like it precedes me it seriously precedes me and i want all of us like to get out of that bubble yeah you're no longer a designer by the virtue of your experience but by the virtue of the time you put in to make solutions and to make other people's dreams and yours come true and that skill and that great that what that's what makes you a designer i don't know where this thing of of experience came from but i it just precedes me i'm i'm beginning to wander and brainstorm on it and i can't arrive at a good answer but i would advise you if you want to listen if it makes sense to you stop hiding under that veil and just be get out of that comfort zone and be and ride and you know and surf on that wave and don't just don't look at people surfing the wave and you want to do it but you're scared take that board and surf and if it doesn't work out the first time at least you've put yourself up there and you have seen yourself in Akron and you've seen that there's something here and you've chased it just the same way we started from the beginning and we didn't know what this design thing was all about but we kept on chasing it until we are actually doing it in real life and earning from it and helping people in at whatever points of their lives and helping them earn in their own way that's mind blowing and once you step out of this mindset of beginner to now you are a designer it it's just a lot of things because even in your discipline and in your acumen in the way you address people and in the way you see yourself it changes yeah i think that's enough for today in terms of what I've learned so far. Oh, I think I have to add one thing I've learned because I said I'll be dropping three. So, one thing I've also learned is you gotta let, let go. Let go. Yeah. Just there's some stuff does that doesn't work out and it's been disturbing me there's a project i did a while back and i still ask myself 
my <clears throat> pardon me i still ask myself why but i decided to just let go because it didn't work out and i now know why sometimes i still question myself in that regard but i just i'm slowly beginning to understand that my value as a designer first of all starts with how i think of myself so if other people i think i've literally experienced this if everyone in the room says your design is trash or they design they prefer someone else's design which you think is trash to yours they prefer that design to yours will you still be the person who vouches for your own design will you still be the person who still who sees the magic the other people may not see but you see it are you a fan of your own work i'm not saying like you be the kind of person who doesn't want to you know receive feedback no i'm not saying that but whatever you've produced so far do you actually acknowledge it as yours and believe in it with all your heart and not feel bad that other people may feel different about it that's a question that I think you need to answer your own because I've been trying it's been haunting me. I asked other other people to rate that person's design and mine and they preferred that person and it just blew me into my heart into tiny pieces. It's still recovering <laughs> putting the the pieces together. But anyways it just it blew me away in a bad way <laughs> and it really hurt me i started questioning myself as a designer my skills the way i view stuff and the way i interpret the problems ahead of me the way i interpret solutions it really messed with my head for a minute and I'm slowly learning that it doesn't matter what other people think of your interpretation what do you think of your own interpretation first of all do you like it if you do if other people in the end prefer the persons that's that view and you have to find someone in your heart to accept it and man it it's really uncomfortable for me to to be talking about it but it's important because it's an internal struggle that you need to overcome slowly day by day it's not going to happen automatically it's going to take time for me it's been months but i'm i've not reached that level i'm like oh that project yeah because that design was fire but no one saw the fire the way I did yeah other than only one person <laughs> but anyway every other person just didn't see what I was seeing didn't feel the magic didn't feel that interpretation coming to life and it doesn't matter what other people think what do you think what do you feel about your work even if someone else's project goes ahead what do you think of what you've done do you like it do you support it are you your own fan 
in that regard would you if would you buy it if you were you and if you would be be at peace with that and part ways in peace if you can or if you're proceeding with, the, with that interpretation proceed with open arms and have that open mind that i know you have and embrace it and see that interpretation through that other person's eyes and build on that because you're there for that reason that you're there for that reason you know to build to innovate to challenge to literally make it better wow we are at the 44th minute mark i'll have to stop here because i have to rush in and finish a couple of things before the day ends i want to take advantage of the time difference even though i know my time for work is done i knew i just had to roll this thing out because better than the perfect right i'm not going to be doing these perfectly you know set up podcasts but i just know that i want to be the kind of person who just speaks to you and it may not have the best audio because i'm literally plugged into my earphones and i'm talking to the store because that's where i'm seated the store is in front of me but it comes from a heart of love and a heart that wants you to reach that best version of a designer that you define that you envision to be and these drops of wisdom may they fall on you and i hope you are going to yeah listen to it i'm not gonna tell you to share but i'm going to tell you to listen to it and i think i've also learned that i'm not the kind of person who wants to impact 10 million people at once i just i'd rather touch your life so that you can touch another person's life so that that circle can go on and i think i'm the kind of person who prefers one-on-one <laughs> i don't know why and i don't think such a podcast <laughs> as a podcast the podcast content stuff is built that way in terms of you attaining success and listenership you have to have as many people listening to it but for me it's if you are listening to it and if you decide to practice or to work on the things we've talked about then that's my version of success it's the impact i've left it's the heart that i've touched it's your heart that i've touched even if I can't literally tell you as I would wish to have told you these things from face to face, I know that this is just like me writing a pen pal to someone. So listen to it. Yeah. Just listen to it and yeah, I hope it really helps. Yes, I think that's it. Oh, it's getting colder, huh? And again, I apologize for the bad audio. We are saving up for better equipment. So let's hope that we will get the amount to 
buy better stuff so that we can have better listenership so that as you work or do whatever you're gonna be having fun as you listen to this podcast so have a good one and keep on being you and keep on believing in yourself because you are amazing